Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 244, Welcoming versus Wallowing. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, welcome back to Changeable. In today's episode, I want to talk about a question that I've gotten quite a bit about the difference between welcoming what arises and wallowing in what arises. Now, this is just one way that this question's been posed and really the question that that's everywhere so understandably is how do I welcome what arises? <laughs> that's that's what you know, that question comes in a lot of different formats. It might be about wallowing. It might be about exposure, which I'll talk about in a little bit. It might be about all kinds of things. It might come in different costumes. But essentially, what everyone wants to know is, how do I, how do, I do this? How do I just welcome what's showing up? And it's such a funny question because... <laughs> Already, there's a, it just reflects, and, and please don't take this personally or hear it, you know, as if something is wrong. But I think already the question is just reflecting a degree of being, being in thought. And, and not, and I don't mean this again in a way that's like these are our true desires or anything personal like that. But, it's it's the question itself is almost a distraction from feeling the question itself is i've asked it a billion times in my life like as understandable and universal and human as it is the question itself how do i be with life <laughs> think about that i mean that's what it is how do i be with life it's already a step removed. It's up in our heads, assuming that we could not be with life or, or let me ask this question about it and make sure I get it right because I don't want to do it wrong. I don't want to be with that. I don't want to be with doing it wrong. That's not okay. So let me nail it down to make sure that when I'm doing it, I'm doing it right. Because even, even in doing it wrong, as if we could, there's a feeling there we don't want to be with. Do you see that? It's really funny. I mean, Oh my gosh, that's really that's really interesting <laughs> that how much every thought, every single thought is kind of a rejection of what's here right now. Every thought is is wanting to pit things against each other, just create this dualism like I can do it right and I can do it wrong. So how do I do it right? Because there's a better, as soon as there's a right and a wrong, I mean, obviously there's a better and worse. There's a what I want and what I don't want. So already we're not welcoming what's arising when we're in our heads asking that question, trying to figure out how to do it. So there's that. So, and this is exactly why this is so hard to talk about in a way, although I know it resonates so much and that's really why people are asking the question there's something in just being able to fully be in whatever is showing up that we absolutely know is the way. We absolutely know that is the way. 
no question. But there's, but our, our mind just can't handle that. It's just thought can't handle that. Thought comes in and says, okay, fine, but only under these conditions. And let me learn to do that the right way. And I don't want to fail at it. And what, what if it's this? Can you really be with that? And all, all of that stuff. It, it takes effort. Here's what I want you to see. It takes effort and energy to not to not welcome and just say yes to and and just fully lean into what's arising. And it doesn't feel like it does. It it starts to feel to us like the opposite. Like it's easy to push away. Resistance is natural and it takes effort to lean in. And that's fine. It doesn't really matter how it feels. It, it can feel that way. That's fine. But our like we are life. <laughs> we are what's arising. Even that separation, how do I welcome what's arising and lean into what's arising really doesn't make any sense. We are what's arising. There is no separate you that all this stuff is happening to. And now you need to figure out the right way to navigate it and approach it and get it right. Like that's all just layers and layers of of linear black and white, just just representation. It's thought. There's There's nothing really in that. It's how life gets pulled out on this nice little timeline, all centered around a you. It's how it seems in our experience, but that's not not really. Like we are already what we're wanting to welcome. So it is the most natural thing in the world. Look at animals, look at babies, look at nature. There is a there is a inherent motion. There is an inherent just being just an isness, a, a, a not a non-rejection, whatever the opposite of rejection is, a welcoming, I guess, of what is. It's just happening all the time. It's happening all the time. And what happens is over time, we learn ideas. And the ideas that we learn say, that's not okay. This is okay, but that's not okay. This means something. We don't like what that means, so that one's not Okay. And then there's this effort, and this is why it feels heavy to be an adult. There's this effort and energy and tension, it, literally a physical tension that develops that, that children don't have. They don't have this physical tension. It's not because they're little and, they're, and their bodies haven't been through so much yet. It has nothing to do with that. It's not because they haven't had injuries yet and all of the, all of the theories that, are, that you know, we make up about it. There's an actual like energetic tension that starts to grow from our our pushing away from all all rooted in beliefs and ideas, and beliefs and ideas just make the world small. <clears throat> they say no. They shut things down. They don't open doors and say yes, anything, anything, anything's allowed. Come on in. Yes, yes, yes. Our beliefs and ideas don't do that. They do the complete opposite. They say, you're okay, you're not. No, no, no. And they close doors all over the place. And as that happens, literally in our physical body, in this physical body, there is a tension, there is a tightness, there's a lot of energy required for no to be happening all the time. So it is not natural, although it has come to be very habitual and sort of even comfortable in a very uncomfortable way comfortable because it's familiar, comfortable because it's habitual, not because it's actually 
comfortable. So I just think, I think that's interesting when we're asking this, how do I do it question? Again, it's like saying, how, how do I fall asleep? I don't know. You close your eyes and life does it. <laughs> life puts you to sleep. No one knows how they do that. We can overthink it, but no, we can make up that this caused it or that caused it. That's not really doing anything. We just fall asleep. Bodies just fall asleep. It's like saying, how do I breathe? I don't know. Breathing just happens. So this question about wallowing, though, I think is really interesting, or this distinction, um, because it can feel, you know, when we're welcoming what's arising and we're just open to anything that's showing up because it's perfect or it wouldn't be here, because it's safe, because it is exactly what's meant to be showing up, what is showing up in that moment, because life didn't get it wrong, because it's here to be felt and seen, not to be thought away. When we're in that place, there's a certain, I don't know, kind of a movement or a fluidity to things. And so I think we kind of get a sense of that for the most part. But then people say, well, I don't think I want to feel all the bad stuff or I'm okay with feeling it, but it should move quickly. That's really what happens a lot, right? Is people say, well, I'm, I'm, I welcome what is. I lean into what's arising. I'm good with that. But this one feeling lasted for like six hours. That's And then right away, you can see where the beliefs come in and shut everything down. And sometimes when we've really been along this path of high vibration and we don't shouldn't hang out in stuff that doesn't feel good because it means we're, we're repelling all good things or I don't know, whatever the heck the theories are, it can, it can really feel like, no, I can't, well, why would I welcome all the stuff that doesn't feel good, I don't think that's good for me ultimately. I think what's what's good for me ultimately, which is always our motivation at the end of the day, ultimately what's good for me is to welcome the good, but not hang out too long in the bad. And there's so many reasons, again, and theories that kind of confirm this stuff of our our fear, basically, of just stuff that doesn't feel good. Something that, which is so funny too, because nothing doesn't feel good. It's only our mind that says it doesn't feel good. So already it's a dog chasing its tail. It's the mind saying, I don't like this feeling. This doesn't feel good. Oh my gosh, I shouldn't be feeling it because it's repelling everything I'm trying to attract or it's, you know, affecting my life in some negative way. Something else should be happening. All of that is just thought. There is no doesn't feel good without thought. So, Anyway, we people can we can feel like we're welcoming, but then there's this sense of wallowing. Like, when is it too much? And when when am I maybe making it? You know, again, it kind of feels to us like like we have so much control. Like we can approach life in a way that has life coming at us or has life moving by us, and and even that can look like it's something for us to do. And and I would really invite you to see that maybe that's not the case either. Maybe life doesn't really care how you approach it. Life is just showing up absolutely perfectly as it is. You're not making it linger, just like you're not making it pass. It just is what it is. But I think some of that belief is behind the wallowing thing. I'm open to feeling it, but I don't want to wallow in it. I don't want it to be too much. So the the number one thing that really feels so different about those two concepts, 
because that's all they are really, welcoming and wallowing, or they're just ideas. They're just, we all have different ideas that come to mind as we even say those words. But what the, the amazing thing about welcoming what's arising, leaning into what's here, is it is 100% coming from a place of curiosity. It's being dumb. It's being dumb. So so we're free because it's before thought in a sense. Like we're, and it, and it includes thought. So we're free to just feel into anything that's showing up because we aren't so caught up in the thing piece of that equation. It's not like, oh, I'm going to welcome depression. It, it may look like that to you and feel like to, that to you. And that's totally fine. But from a place of being dumb and curious, it's like, I'm, I'm just welcoming what's here. Oh, there's some sensations. Oh, I feel sick. Oh, it feels, my chest feels heavy. Oh, my heart is beating. Like that's not, you know, it's, it's a leap now to put a label on that. And this is what a mind does all the time and call that depression. In a sense, welcoming is is being with all of that as much as we can before all those labels from a dumb, curious place of, I don't know what this is, but whatever it is, I'm open to it. I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know how long it's supposed to last. No one gave me that that belief. No one passed that belief down to me or that fear down to me of how long a depression is supposed to last. So that's how a kid would approach it, right? Like, oh, I'm just feeling just feeling. There's no sense of needing to know past and future and time and and severity and all of that, right? It's just in labels. Like I'm just swimming in this energy that is showing up right now and it's all okay. So welcoming very, very much is, is dumb and it's curious. And, it, you know, it's like, I don't know what this is. It's like an alien saying, oh, there's a feeling on your planet you guys call depression. There's a, there's a feeling that you all call anxiety. There's a feeling you all call shame and fear. What is that? What are those? Let me feel those. And we're, we're feeling it like the alien. Now, wallowing, I don't know, but I suspect that wallowing is not so dumb. I think we wallow in stuff. <laughs> you know, like when I think of wallowing in a feeling... I think of uh, being like a teenager and having a big heartbreak and we would, you know, listen to all the sad songs and it would be a whole ordeal, which I'm sure on some level felt good, right? There's some wisdom driving that too, but it would be like, oh my God, we broke up and it's the end of the world and I'm just, I'm just going to spend the whole weekend in my bedroom. I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to talk to anyone. I'm going to close the door, keep the lights off, play all the sad music, just cry as much as I can. There's there's a real sense. And again, uh, that maybe that feels good on some level. I'm sure it does or it wouldn't happen. But in that case, it's like we're wallowing in something we think we know. I'm going to spend all weekend in my heartbreak. That's not welcoming. That's not dumb. It might be, it might feel like welcoming. It might feel like saying yes, but it's saying yes to something that we think we already know. I'm going to spend all weekend here. I'm going to feel this until I have to go to school on Monday. (laughs) I'm going to listen to the songs over and over again. That's really smart. That's not dumb at all. 
that's that's our mind already putting this into a really nice little package and form with a bunch of meaning and a start and an end. And, you know, and that's fine. That's fine. That happens. But it's very different from exploring the energy that wants to be here. Because when we explore the energy that wants to be here, I don't know, it does whatever it does. But I don't know how the heck we'd know that it's going to last a weekend or that it's going to last a month or whatever our mind tells us about it or that it's back. How do we even know it's back? How do we know that this energy is the same as some energy that our mind is telling us showed up at some other time? Like that's, I mean, we know we we all get that. We know that feeling. But when you really look at that, it, it's just a bunch of memories and concepts and old thoughts brought back in to to try to make sense of some current thought. It's just thought playing with itself. Like it has nothing to do with what's happening. Almost every thought is referencing some other thought and none of them are true. So they're all just kind of thought playing with itself. And when we live as if this is the truth of things, but that can be happening and then we just say yes to it. We just... We just welcome it. Like, okay, what is this? I'm, I can feel that, but I'm not going to believe the stories about it and my expectations about it or that I know what this is. Then it just turns into something a little bit different. Someone recently said to me like that she thought she was welcoming her depression. It was depression in that case because she would just, when she felt bad, clear her calendar for the week and just go to bed for a week. And I don't know, again, like that might be, that might be the thing that totally felt right to do. It's not, there's no behavior that's right or wrong or good or bad. That's beautiful if that's what she felt guided to do. But it really struck me in the way that she shared that. I don't know that that's welcoming because again, it's, it sounds more like wallowing, you know, in something that we know. I'm going to need a week. I, it's Monday and I feel depressed and I'm confident enough to cancel my Friday plans because this feeling's still going to be there. What? Like, how the heck could we know that? So again, if it feels good on Monday to cancel your Friday plans, because that just feels good, whatever, go for it. It doesn't matter. But, but not because we need to sit here and welcome depression for five days. You know that, how would we know? That's, that's not welcoming. I mean, it's, you know, it is whatever it is, but it's inviting a specific concept in. And in a sense, that really just feels like we're wallowing in this concept rather than welcoming the unknown. There was a few other questions. We had a little conversation on our little School of Big Change Forum um, graduate community about this, about comparing it also to exposure. So people talking about having gone through in the past, gone through exposure therapy for like phobias or things they're afraid of. And, you know, where you're just constantly putting yourself in the path of the thing you're afraid of. Um, and then it starts to look less scary. It just You just kind of get desensitized to it. And how is that like welcoming? And I think, I think they're just two totally different things. And I have no opinion about exposure therapy. If it works, great. If it doesn't, great. But Welcoming again is is yes to anything that's arising because it's what's here. Exposure is a behavior. It's not a 
it's not a exploration of sensations necessarily, though that might come along with it, but it's a behavior saying, I'm going to go sit in front of a spider. I'm going to go sit in front of a spider. I'm going to just get myself to go sit in front of a spider. Well, that's obviously a very, very different thing from welcoming the feelings that arise when you're there in front of a spider. So I think, um, I think that exposure, you know, it's so based on the thing and the thing, whatever it is, a spider or whatever it is, it, it, it seems to have some power. And that's why we're sitting in front of it over and over again to try to lessen its power. And I think it's just really fascinating to do that behavior, the exposure behaviors or not, but to see this thing that looks like it has so much power from a really dumb, curious place. Like, wow, look at, I look at this object with eight little legs and look at the way that my stomach turns and look at the way that my, my body starts reacting. And look at the thoughts and look at the way how my, my body wants to run away. Isn't that fascinating? This is so interesting. If those feelings aren't my spider phobia, they're just sensations. It's just interesting. It's how an alien would see it. It's, it's just what's happening. So ultimately, I mean, welcoming, I think, is really part of seeing that nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong because nothing is anything. <laughs> like nothing is anything. It's not my depression, my anxiety, this discomfort. Of course, those, those show up as thoughts. Those thoughts arise. Fine. Welcome them too. But it's really, it's really leading into anything that's showing up, knowing that nothing is anything and nothing is wrong. Well, how could anything be wrong? Do we really believe that life got it wrong? Every single thing is here to be felt. It is safe. It moves. It is not wrong. It is not what our mind tells us it is. And it is a thousand percent like the way it is what freedom is. It's just saying yes to what is. Otherwise, we're just in a story arguing. I mean, radically different things. Nothing is wrong here. Even when you feel horrible, nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong with feeling horrible. That feeling horrible is there to be seen and felt and it just whips you right through it. It just pulls you right through when you lean into it. It's only when we keep saying this shouldn't be happening that anything could ever look wrong. And I just can't imagine, I, I know I've said this a lot, but I mean, it's really hard for our mind to hear that. Our mind is so steeped in right or wrong, comfortable, uncomfortable, like it, don't like it. Meaning, everything has so much meaning. But, but man, if we can just consider that maybe that's just learned, con those are just learned concepts too. And that every single sensation is here to be seen and felt and explored. I think every single thing would change. All of that tension that's held in a body it wouldn't be needed. It, it's not there when there's nothing to protect against and fight against. Literally, physically, I, I truly believe we would all really, really change physically. Not to mention 
emotionally and mentally and just how how life would appear to us as us, you know, knowing that it's not something happening to us that we need to let in or push away. It, it is us. And I think, the, I don't know, maybe there's many ways, I'm sure there's many ways to see that, but it feels like to me personally, the way that I have seen that most is by just saying, hey, nothing's wrong here. I'm just going to, and including a feeling that says something's wrong here, including when it feels like this is wrong and I shouldn't be here and I should feel some other way and it's been too long and too much. That's not wrong either. Just the continual opening and saying, yes, melts away that tension. It melts away what feels like our separation. The tension is what has us feeling like separate people. We hold a tension in our body and that's, and we identify with that in some strange way. And everyone else seems to as well. And, and as that opens, I mean, we feel the, the oneness. You physically feel it, the fluidity, the, the connection, the oneness of all things. And it, it really can start with just considering that nothing is wrong and everything is just here to be felt and welcomed. With Student Access Plus, you get a very large library of amazing digital courses, discounts on the Little School of Big Change and other larger courses, and a live monthly coaching call, all for one very low annual or monthly price. Just go to dramiejohnson.com slash student dash access dash plus to learn more and to sign up.